You are listening to The Women of Kona, a feisty media production. We would like to thank our partners, Try Hard, That's It, Kerr Sports, USAT, and the Outspoken Summit. Okay, we are live. Welcome to episode five of The Women of Kona. I think we're going to call this episode, what, Sweaty Day? Maybe getting all sweaty up in here? <laughs> it's getting... <laughs> anyway, we are having fun. People keep coming up to us and saying that we look like we're having fun. It is true. I can attest to that. We have had quite a few people watching on the live stream. So thank you for being there. If you are there, I just want to say like we see your comments come up. So if you have a question for us or anything along the way, Ella will see those comments or questions and we can um, we can jump in and answer them or we can just chat with you. So feel free to, to jump in. Um, I want to thank our sponsors first off for helping us be here. Starting with, that's it. That is it. And Kerr Sports. The hat. We're giving or announcement. We have hats to give away. So come find us, and we will give you a hat. We still have quite a few hats to give away. And we have our other sponsors are. We have USAT, the Outspoken Summit, and Try Hard. Try Hard, who has been keeping our hair looking. Lovely. Most days, except when we ruin, ruin it in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we never do for a wash. Totally. Totally. So as you can see, I have Ellen Pennock again in the studio with the studio with me. Um, coming up on the show, we are going to do a recap of the underpants run. We also went to the pro press conference uh, this morning, which was really cool, huh? Man, yeah, that was, uh, it, to me, it really felt like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, like experience. Like, Ellen and I have just been triathlon tourists, so, yeah, I can tell you all about it. It was so fun. So what we did was we actually recorded all the women's answers from the press conference. We saved our favorite ones, and we're dropping them into the show today just for you. So that is what is coming up after this. We also have Vanessa Faye Forrester and Lauren... Valley, Valley, who have just who have just launched a new <laughs> good thing she knows, right? <laughs> I'm looking at them like <laughs> who have just launched a new initiative there in the studio with us, and we're going to talk to them near the end of the show. So we'll roll a couple ads from our sponsors, and we'll come right back. Whether you're training hard or working hard, That's It bars are the perfect on-the-go snack. They are made 100% from real fruit. Plus, they are totally delicious and have been powering our Kona trip so far. It's always tricky to plan your nutrition when you're traveling, so having something simple and delicious to snack on has been a total game changer. That's It has a bunch of other on-the-go snacks as well, with all items containing six ingredients or less. And the best part, That's It is giving our listeners a special discount on all their products. Just head over to that'sitfruit.com and use the code KONA25 for 25% off your order. That's 25% off your whole order at that'sitfruit.com with the code KONA25. Let's take a minute to talk about hair. If you do triathlon, you've probably asked yourself questions like, what's the best way to wear my hair during a race? How can I keep my hair healthy and hydrated? And how can I avoid my hair ending up in a giant knot? Enter TryHard. TryHard has pre and post swim solutions designed to reduce the absorption of pool and ocean chemicals into your hair. We love using TryHard's pre and post swim conditioner before and after every swim to keep our hair feeling great. TryHard also has a bunch of other products useful for triathletes, like their after swim body wash and recovery bath salts, which have been a hit with the feisties. Take care of your hair and skin with TryHard. 
Use the code FEISTYKONA for 20% off at tryhard.co. That's FEISTYKONA for 20% off at tryhard.co. Okay, so Ellen, this morning we headed down to the pier at 7.30 for the underpants run. This was your first underpants run, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And to be honest, it exceeded my expectations. <laughs> what were your expectations to begin with? I don't know. You, those kind of things can sometimes be a little bit gimmicky. But I found it actually really authentic. There was so much joy. Everyone was having a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I just I really enjoyed it. There were thousands of people, right? Let's play some of that back footage that we have of the underpants run. We created a little compilation. <laughs> okay, what were your favorite parts, Ellen? Uh, well, we didn't where the start was. And I think just when the guy, the scooter was, came flying at us out of nowhere and we all had to part like this. That's what happened? That's what happened. <laughs> and then we just sort of randomly joined in with some friends. We saw some friends and joined in. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, so that is the busiest underpants run I've ever seen. Because there's, I don't know if folks at home know, but there's double the number of racers here because of the two-day format. They actually like doubled up the number of people on the, that are like currently in Kona right now. And you could tell, like they were like double the number of people at the underpants run. And a number of times we had to stop and walk. Yeah, there was a traffic jam. So <laughs> it kind of, our finishing time wasn't great. Finishing time! <laughs> but we had a blast and that's what matters, right? That is exactly what matters. We had a ton of fun out there. Okay, so moving on to the press conference. Um, let's start with our favorite, uh, Sarah True. So there were a lot of really good, there were a lot of like really good questions for the pro women today at the press conference. Uh, but Sarah, who is, who actually this year, I should say, she won her first Ironman. I can't believe she has never won an Ironman before. And she broke the course record at Ironman Lake Placid, which I think won her a spot at the press conference uh, this morning. So let's hear from Sarah. We'd love to hear from you first. 18, first time at the Big Island, you managed a fourth position. 19, not quite what you were hoping, but I get a sense that uh, the philosophy to racing for you has changed. The philosophy to life has changed. Yeah, I think I'm probably the only person up here who's thinking, this is a vacation week. Uh, my son is back at home, so he's 14 months, and I'm in grad school, so I'm like, I'm not in lecture, I'm not changing diapers, I cannot wait to race. <laughs> you know, I wonder, do you think that that, that relaxed attitude is, is like an extra weapon for race day for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, a happy athlete's always a faster athlete, and I'm definitely that, you know. I have nothing to lose. Um, you know, it was definitely a different kind of code of prep than I've ever had before. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm relaxed, I'm feeling good. And I think uh, ultimately, you know, that's, that, that counts for something when you come to a place like Kona. Indeed it does. Thank you very much, Sarah. What do you think, Alan, then? Is a relaxed, what, a happy racer, a fast racer? Yeah, I am definitely in that camp. Uh, I know for myself, I always raced best when I was happy. That was probably more important than how fit I was. Yeah. So I don't know. I, we're biased. We love Sarah. She's yeah. your co-host. But honestly, she was my favorite interview, I'd say, all, all day. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to see Sarah so relaxed and here. And I'm definitely excited to watch her race on Thursday. Um, okay. Next up, we had two, the five-time world champion, Ironman world champion, and five-time 70.3 world champion, uh, Daniela Reef. Um, we had a great quote from her, so let's let's hear that one. Hi, Larry, 
five-time Ironman, 70.3 world champion, five-time Ironman world champion. Daniela, when you came down the finish line in St. George, it was like, you know, the, the, the finish line celebrations when the cork pops on the champagne. That's what it looked like for you with this explosion of emotions. Yeah, definitely. St. George was very special. Um, it felt like, you know, the reward of two and a half years of hard work and um, being able to bring it together um, on the day where it counted was, um, yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. And I, um, for us, yeah, of course, was uh, super glad that um, everything came together well. And um, I mean, now we're back here, I think um, I don't really look back so much anymore. I, it's, it, it feels like almost and you know another great opportunity i feel very grateful to be here and um since actually since st george i feel like even more i have nothing to prove i just feel like i want to play and um, i'm here to play hard and um, that's what i'm looking for to race you also mentioned when we got to chat briefly earlier on about how it's not that you forgot but it's just wonderful to be reminded how incredibly special and beautiful this place is yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been um, in the neighborhood um, for a while now. I was uh, four weeks, um, three weeks in, on Maui, and now I'm back here on the big island. feels definitely very magical. Um, I mean, the conditions are brutal. I think no other race is that hard, and I think it's a good reminder when you train. Um, it's not also only beautiful, it's also very hard conditions, and it's that combination of fascination, but also a little bit I wouldn't say fear, but definitely respect for the race, and that's that what makes the, re the race unique, in my opinion. Do you think that potentially this is going to be the hardest professional women's race ever in our world championship? Yeah, I do feel it. Uh, the field is absolutely packed. Um, that's a great thing. It shows that you know um, it always. You have to keep improving to be winning. Um, I do feel. I'm a better athlete now than I used to be and um, all these girls or women, I would say women are also. So I think it's great to see the development of the sport. I think what we had in the last three, four years of development also in material um, is absolutely crazy. And I, it, I, I feel like this race is going to be the first time where we actually bring all this together. And I mean, it's. I'm just, yeah, really curious how it's going to be, but um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be fast and hard. We are equally curious, and we cannot wait for Thursday. Thank you very much to Daniela Reef. Okay, uh, great to hear from Daniela. We have a live studio audience that is that has gathered over here. We're going to say hi to. You. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> this is. <laughs> This is the advantage of uh, recording in town today, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. There's there's lots of bustle going on. It yeah. gets a little bit of a sense of of the feeling here in Kona. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're bringing you all the vibes. Okay, so so Ellen, I feel like it would be really hard to bet to still, despite how how um, talented and dense the women's field dense. <laughs> Dense, meaning there's a lot of really good pro women. Um, it would be hard to bet against Daniela. What do you think? Yeah, I think I want to touch on how she said she came out here to play. She wants to play. She wants to play hard, uh, which to me means that and someone as accomplished and as, as serious, she comes across as being quite serious. So I really liked how she said she was going to come out here and play because I think it gives her permission to take risks 
uh, go out there and and just and race for herself. And like she said, she has nothing to prove. Yeah, I love that. And I think we were talking earlier on the way over here how there seems to be quite a lot of talent emerging in the women's field. Like I think there's a number of women who have the same amount of raw talent as Daniela has, but actually she w- she beats them on experience, right? So if you're going to like you know, if you're going to roll the dice on odds, I still think Daniela has that experience of all the years. And she's still sort of like the way she celebrated in St. George, you know, you could tell she was still after winning, you know, like she's not, she's not over it just yet. No, she definitely still has, you know, that killer instinct. She's here to win, but she's also here to play. And I think that's a take home message for all athletes is no matter what level you're, you're racing at, even at the, the best athletes in the world, um, perform the best, at least for Daniela when they come out and play. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then we had a feisty a question from our feisty audience on Instagram uh, during the press conference. And so at one stage I stood up, I think the mic maybe wasn't working, but I stood up and asked the question. It was about what the pro field thinks about the uh, the women's of having a, a women's only day. So let's hear from the pros what they think about that. Um, yeah, it definitely means is it okay, Or else can add. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it means a lot to have it the one. women's field to have their own race, okay. um, not having any interruptions from um, age group athletes or you know having to swim. I mean, not really. I don't really have the problem to swim through the field, but maybe Lucy would have. And um, so I think this would be um, great for the women's race. Um, in the other hand, uh, the, the, co- uh, the cons, I don't really know yet, we'll find out, but I think um, in the end it's definitely a good thing to have this a try and, and um, yeah, give, give it a chance to have a proper um, separate race. Thank you. Anybody else want to have a crack at answering that question? Lucy, you look like you want to answer it. I think Daniela answered it all. <laughs> what, about one of the, what about pro men? Have you got a, an opinion on it? Um, actually, what's funny is in 2015, Daniela caught me in the swim as I was coming up the uh, coming up the, the thing to get out of the water and told me to get out of the way, like really quite aggressively. And I and I should be out of the way. You're right. So I'm I think it's, oh, it's all good. I, so yeah, I think it's good. I think, I think it's, it's proper because I I was affecting the women's race, and that's not how it should be. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, we're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> okay, not gonna lie, kind of loved when when Lionel admitted that it's pr- it's pretty unfair that uh, that some of the pro men get caught up in the pro women's race. Yeah, I really appreciated that from Lionel. Uh, I think I like him even more now after he said that. It's no, re- it's he's he's so charismatic. Like, and then to support women like that, I just really appreciated that comment. Um, and so yeah, I and like. Daniela said too we don't really know what the cons are yet so um we won't know until race day but I think for the most part overall the the overall decision is that it's good for women yeah exactly exactly and for a second there I was like oh what does she mean by cons you know but I think some of the things are what we will see it's like whether what we've been talking about all week whether or not folks will actually turn in turn up to watch a Thursday race and how the media and everyone else will treat that second day of racing and and if and if we treat it like it's exactly the same as a Saturday race then I think it will go really well in the future 
Yeah, and what we've seen uh, with the 70.3 World Championships two days is that it, it has been a good it has been good for the sport, um, that it has benefited. So I think history will repeat itself. Okay. And we had one last um, rather heartwarming clip from the press conference. Ellen, who, who was that? Uh, we had Chris Nickick, who is the first person with Down syndrome to uh, race an Ironman. Uh, and I, pers- I have a cousin who has Down syndrome, so this interview had a, had a special place in my heart. Uh, but I my girlfriend, and uh, this year she wants to buy them. Uh, she's going to be 18. And my question is, if I bring her tonight, would you want to give her some advice? Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm happy to always give advice. So if your girlfriend would like some advice, then I'll definitely do that. And I'd just like to say it's been so inspiring following your journey, seeing you out on the road a few times in the last few weeks. Um, it's definitely given me good energy for the race, so I'm so excited that you get to race alongside us, and I wish you the best for the race. Yay, that was so great. So for those who couldn't hear, what Chris asked was whether Lucy Charles would give his girlfriend some race tips because she wants to race her first Ironman. Wasn't that great? Yeah, I really uh, loved having Nick there or uh, having Chris there, and uh, I think for... People with Down syndrome, there's sort of the stereotype that they aren't athletic. They can't, they can't be fit. They they have like higher b- body fat percentages. But I think Chris is really redefining um, and breaking those stereotypes. Uh, and so I hope that it it really sheds some light on 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 Down syndrome and, and really what's possible. Yeah, super interesting. I actually read on his Instagram a couple of days ago that he actually takes creatine to help him. Uh, gain muscle mass because that's something that he struggles with as a person with down syndrome and it's so interesting because like that's what i take to help me because of my because of perimenopause and the way that like it's it is it is way harder to put on muscle mass or to even maintain muscle mass during perimenopause so i'm like oh that's so interesting like the same supplement yeah so that's been a highlight for me is meeting chris and we can't wait to cheer for him on race day yay okay we're gonna take another quick break and after the break we're coming up with vanessa and lauren I used to think that winning an Ironman triathlon would be the hardest thing I've ever done. But after starting Feisty Media, I realized that starting, growing, and running a business is in fact the hardest thing I've ever done. There are so many decisions to be made, and by that I mean so many things to wake up in the middle of the night worried about. Like, how do I actually make money? How do I manage my business finances? How do I build an audience? How do I grow my team? How do I manage that team? Who do I ask for business advice? And then on top of that, I need to keep learning myself and build my own skills as an entrepreneur, as well as surround myself with other like-minded entrepreneurs that I vibe with. It's been an extremely rewarding journey for me so far, but it's also been extremely challenging. So if you can relate to some or all of what I'm saying, I invite you to join us in Tempe, Arizona this fall for the new and improved Outspoken Summit. We've all been there, two hours into a long ride, nowhere near finished, but totally uncomfortable, shifting back and forth and standing out of the saddle in an effort to ease the pain down there. But bike shorts and tri shorts should be comfortable, and that's why we are thrilled to have Core Sports as one of our sponsors. 
Core Tri Shorts have a revolutionary seam-free chamois, which means no raised surfaces for chafing. And every stitch of Core's tri suits, cycling kits, swimsuits, and run clothing is designed with you, the woman endurance athlete, in mind. Yes, you can have it all. Speed and style, performance and comfort, function and fashion. Use the code KONAHOT10 for $10 off at coresports.com. That's KONAHOT10 for $10 off at coresports.com. Okay, another quick shout out to our audience watching at home on YouTube and Facebook. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Bianca. If you comment, we will say hi to you. Okay, so we have we have Vanessa and Lauren here. I did have either of you raced here in Kona before? We have not. Not the full. We've both done the half year, but we have not done the world championships. Okay, and are you both racing? Yes. Yes. Kona rookies. Oh, rookies, amazing. And how long have you been here? I have been here just since Sunday. Uh, I have been here uh, for three weeks. Three weeks. Well, you'll be you'll be uh, acclimatized. You're not sweating quite as much as me. Or me. <laughs> you just can't see it. I am. Coming from Montana, I'm very sweaty. <laughs> Amazing. So we wanted to grab you and, and have you on the show today because I know you have a new initiative. So could you tell us a bit about that? Lauren's going to take over. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is such a talk into the pink sparkly microphone. Gosh, I'm mesmerized. Yeah. So we, uh, Vanessa and I are co-founders of with is greater than against and with is greater than against. Oh, with the little, uh, sign there. And so this campaign started, it actually came from a post that Vanessa put up a couple months ago yeah. and she wrote something, uh, similar to, there's a difference between racing with your competition and racing against them. It's a subtle difference, but it can make all of uh, uh, all the difference in your race experience. And I've been uh, an athlete since I was in my young twenties or triathletes. since my young twenties and have always wanted to race this race. It took me 15 years to finally get here. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be a great celebration. Um, and this concept that Vanessa talks about really uh, hit home for me in an organic way a few years ago. And when that happened, when I started realizing that my value is not attached to what the outcome is of the race, it's, it's what I do, how excellent I am in the face of whatever's on the table for me on race day, that that is my challenge and, and what I need to, to focus on. And that I can still be psyched for friends and racers and w people in the women's field who are excellent even if they go faster than me. And so when I saw Vanessa's post, I was like, there is something here that I think we can do bring some to, to bring to others mm -hmm. in the hopes that we will retain veteran athletes who might be struggling with feeling like I have to do, I have to accomplish this thing or, or my work doesn't matter. Um, and we want to bring more women in, into this sport from a, from an area of like, I want the best for you. Mm -hmm. And and I want you to want me to bring the best and that that, that will elevate the entire women's field from the, the final finisher to the pointy end of the field. Great. Amazing. I love the concept. Okay. So what is the initiative actually like? Is it a hashtag? Is it content that you're creating or how do we get involved? Yeah, I'll take this one. Okay. She really does a really good job of summarizing the movement. I tend to talk too much, but um, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of, of all the things. So we have an Instagram account as with, with is greater than against. And we also 
have a hashtag. They can all use that. But more it's about how the athletes are racing and how they choose to show up on race day. Yeah. We've got gear. We've got swag. We love all of that. But it's really encompassing the attitude, the mindset of lining up and feeling like you are racing with your competition. And so we're launching it here in Kona, but our goal is to bring it to start lines everywhere. And so what we're doing for race day is we've made these tattoos. Nice. I love a good tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're following your footsteps. Um, these temporary tattoos to show the support for the movement, but also so that, you know, when I'm wearing mine and Lauren sees it, she's like, ooh, this, I know this athlete is here to get the best out of herself. And I know I am too. So let's race. Yeah. I mean, you're reminding me of like when I train, when I was training as a pro athlete, right? I would, I can remember trying to find tra the training partners who really understood that we were like making each other better. Yes, that's exactly right? it. Like, that's if it. I show up, if I show up and do my best or if I, like, it's not about, and I have had other training partners <laughs> where, you know, you know, they're trying to, this is very common. They're like trying to win the warm up or beat mm -hmm. you in the somehow to prove, but like that's, a statement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's just ego, right? Like if I'm being my best and I help you be your best, we're both going to have better training. At least that's how I always saw it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're trying to, to create in a race environment, but it starts with training. And so we're hoping that if we, as we bring this to Kona and other start lines, that it starts to kind of permeate in terms of like how people show up daily in their training and in their racing. Yeah. And as like an example, if people are still struggling to kind of wrap their head around, what does this look like? Yeah. I think your example is great. And, and, uh, I watched breakfast with Bob and I watched him interview Christian Blumenfeld and watching him speak about the training, uh, and the camaraderie and the relationship that he and Gustav Eden have is a really, really great way to conceptualize what we're talking about. And yes, I'm using two very fast professional people to, uh, exemplify this, but, but he, but, um, Blumenfeld was like, yes, I want to beat Eden in his fancy lucky hat. Uh, like I want to beat him on his best day. And it's not about beating Eden. It's about if I do my best and I beat the best at their best, what else can you ask for? Exactly. And, and one more thing is Vanessa and I are in the same age group. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, the plot thickens. Yeah, it does. It does. And personally, I think we will probably like the, the, the way that our strengths play out. I would bet that we will see each other towards the end of the run mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I'm getting chills thinking about this, but it's going to be like, she, she knows that it's like game on. Mm -hmm. Like when I see you, like I am afterburners are on. Okay. So is that you catching up Vanessa? Is that how it's going to go? No. No. Other way around. Be the other, other way, way around. around. Yes. Okay. I will okay, spend so my day yeah. trying to catch her. <laughs> so Lauren, you'll be like listening for the footsteps. I will. Right. I'll be listening for like the cheers. Like, amazing. Like. <laughs> hip-hop music coming behind her. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it like in your head. Like, find her and, it'll, and it, it'll be great. And like whatever happens on the day, whether you come out ahead of me, like it, it doesn't matter. I know that we both have put in so much work yeah. and the work is where the value is. It's, it, you know, it's a great celebration. Yeah. What that, whatever the outcome is, but man, to be here after 15 years and to have this initiative, like be something we're like kind of giving back to the community is, it's a gift. Really amazing. Fantastic. Okay. So my last question. Oh, I was going to ask Vanessa, you, um, you are like a mental coach that and you help endurance athletes with their, is, is this something, is this kind of rivalry piece, something that you see sort of floating to the top of what you hear from a lot of athletes? Yeah. In terms of like the, the yeah, the things like, they struggle with. Yeah. 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 You know, oftentimes athletes, you know, to speak to what Lauren was talking about, you know, wanting to get the best out of yourself and not feeling like, 
other people are taking something away from you or that it, it lessens your value or worth. Like that's something I coach around a lot. So creating this movement and doing this with Lauren, especially as someone that I race and we get to be an example of this is really important because I always stand for everything I coach around. And we get to kind of show that through this movement and show what it means to believe in our own abilities and our own value and put that on like on the race course on display on yeah. display exactly yeah, I'm yeah. with you okay that's fantastic okay so next moves for the folks at home to fall are to follow you all on instagram yes, yes. at is at, at with is greater than against at with is greater than against and you can pick up one of the temporary <laughs> tattoos at two locations one which is the win republic tent at the expo and the other is gypsy gelato which is a local delicious gelato place here in town on ali'i um get some gelato when you're there Amazing. Well, Lauren, Vanessa, thank you so much for being here. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kerr Sports, That's It, Try Hard, USAT, and the Outspoken Summit. We will see you again tomorrow, same time, probably same place. <laughs>